0: That's a little bit of an introduction about what we are going to be doing today and for the next, uh, for Sundays, Advent. And this series is called um, Experiencing Christmas, Christ in the Sights and Sounds of Advent by Matt Rao. I'd like each of you to, I don't know what you were doing before you got in here, whether you were rushing around or not, but... I want you just to take a deep breath and let it out slowly and let's do that together breathe in and out now I want you to do something else you didn't know you were gonna be part of this sermon did you but you are so I'd like you to um, follow with me I'm going to ask you to experience some of the things that are sights and sounds of Advent and I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and think about the things that you will see or are already seeing during Advent. And all those things, do they bring you joy or do some of them annoy you? I want you to close your eyes now and keep them closed. You're going to be keeping them closed for quite a while, but just close your eyes and picture some of these things. Your Christmas tree decorated with family memories. Beautiful or gaudy lawn decorations. A starry sky or perhaps a full moon on a cold winter's night. Maybe you want to picture stores crowded with last-minute shoppers. The weary and harried drivers delivering packages. How about all your family gathered together for Christmas? A beautiful manger scene. Now, keeping your eyes closed, what Christmas sounds will you enjoy hearing during these coming weeks? A Christmas carol or song? Maybe you're even beginning to hum that in your mind right now. Jingle bells or a Salvation Army ringing bell? Maybe you'll be hearing the sounds of traffic rushing by with horns blaring. Oven timers. The yay, the cookies are ready. Choirs singing Christmas carols. Maybe you're hearing the laughter of friends and family. Or your phone ringing, as you call a friend? And next, with your eyes still closed, what will you enjoy tasting and smelling? Are you remembering how good your favorite Christmas foods are and how delicious they taste? Christmas cookies fresh from the oven that melt in your mouth. Can you smell a big dinner of all your favorite foods? How about the fragrance of a freshly cut Christmas tree? Can you almost smell it now? or about candles burning with your favorite fragrance. And last, keeping your eyes closed. What do you like feeling or touching? You know, our touch is extremely powerful. Maybe you're thinking about the softness of cozy, warm winter pajamas. or slipping your feet into your favorite slippers? Are you feeling the sense of love as you touch the softness of the cheek of your child or of one you love? Perhaps you like or maybe don't like the feel of the cold winter air, especially when it's really windy. You may open your eyes. I hope that during these coming weeks, even starting today, that you will think a little bit more about all those senses and how meaningful they can be if you really stop to think about them. Our senses are extremely important. Think how difficult life would be if you couldn't see, hear, taste, smell, or touch anything. The loss of any one of these senses would change your life dramatically. Matt Rawl writes, We don't make sense without our senses. Everything we understand, everything we communicate, and everything we imagine is filtered through what we can see, hear, taste, smell, and touch. Christmas is the celebration that God now has senses. God put On flesh in the person of Jesus to experience and redeem humanity in a unique and radical way isn't it true that this season is unlike any other look at the sanctuary pastor Andy had our young ladies point out some things did it look like this last Sunday definitely not and I want to thank all of those on the chancel committee and all those volunteers that came out on Monday evening to transform our sanctuary to look this beautiful. I think there were about 30 people and they had a wonderful time working together. During these next four Sundays, we're going to explore in these messages how these senses become signs for us, pointing to the incarnation when God took on human flesh in the person of his son, Jesus Christ, and experience the world the way we do. Rawl writes that Christmas celebrates that God, through Jesus now, has senses, senses to our eyes to see suffering and ears to hear lament, knowing the saltiness of tears and the desire for a compassionate touch. God enters into our story so that our story might be redeemed. May all of our senses and all that we are celebrate the night that God put on flesh and dwelt among us. So this first Sunday of Advent, let's start with a sense of sight. Christmas just isn't Christmas without light, is it? Just look around you right now. I think it helps that it's so dark outside today because it makes the light that much more brilliant for us. How many lights are you seeing right now? Not only in the decorations, but candles on the altar, the candle on the advent wreath. It is now getting darker too, every day as well. And we need more light it's interesting isn't it that almost as soon as the halloween decorations are off the lawns christmas things are just automatically popping up We saw lots and lots of christmas lights on thanksgiving as i drove home from my daughters already they were covering the lawns in so many places the sights of christmas are definitely all around us we're looking ahead to celebrating the coming of christ advent is a season of anticipation what are some things you're anticipating can some of you just shout it out right now be real loud so we can all hear what, what are you anticipating in these next few weeks i heard something but i didn't hear it loudly enough Music. thank you yes There's something very special about Christmas music, isn't there? What else are you anticipating? Family, Family? sure. You all have your own anticipations and expectations. We see signs all around us and we know that something is about to change. Sight is a powerful sense. Science tells us that more than 50% of our brain's cortex, that outer layer of our brain, is dedicated to light. In his humanness, Jesus saw the same way we see, but he also was able to see more than we see. Do we see the same kind of compassion for others that Jesus saw? The Christmas story reminds us that God now sees both what we see and what we fail to see. How many things around us and in us and in others do we fail to see think about some of the things that we see and what we anticipate if you see a detour sign when you're driving just put a smile on your face <laughs> or are you just anticipating this trip taking longer than you expected how about when you see a long line at the grocery store forget being in a hurry because it's not going to happen at that time what do you anticipate when you've done a really great job at work? Maybe, say it again. Raise. Yeah, raise, exactly. You might be asking, thinking in your mind that Ooh, maybe I'm going to get a raise. But let's anticipate and intentionally expect to see some things around us that we often overlook. Let's see the needs of others. And engage in being compassionate and making a difference for good. Jesus saw an empty net and he made it full of fish. He saw hungry people and he fed them. He saw people who were overlooked by others and he loved them and he cared for them. He saw 12 ordinary men and taught them and trained them and because Of their love of Jesus and their obedience and their tremendous sacrifices those 12 disciples who shared their faith are the very reason why we are here today who do you see in need whose Christmas could be brighter because of you who do you see that simply needs to know that someone cares Or maybe someone who simply just needs to have someone listen we all buy gifts for those that we love and we care about don't we but what gift of help compassion friendship or concern can we show today as disciples of christ the best christmas gift we can give or ever will give will be sharing our faith with others and letting them know that Jesus came to earth as a baby, the very son of God, and he ultimately gave his life through his death and resurrection. Jesus died so that we might live with him for all of eternity if we accept him as our Lord and Savior. Sharing our faith this Christmas is the best gift we can give, but not only at Christmas, but all year long. We are the ones who need to be Christ's disciples now. Christmas is about anticipation and expectation, both of which require the ability to see the future through eyes of faith. In our scripture this morning, we heard about Simeon and Anna. Drew J. Gunnels Jr. wrote a wonderful commentary on, and just shared several insights um, about Simeon, and I'd like to share a few of those with you. He wrote, God always keeps promises. What God says God will do, God does. In the Old Testament, God gave a promise of Christ- Christmas hundreds of years before the event itself. Jewish people knew God promised the King of Kings, the Messiah, 800 <coughs> years before. Simeon was confident it would happen as God had promised. Anticipation, when you think about it, is the heart of religion. It can be debilitating to be cut off from your past. However, to be cut off from the possibility of a future can be a disaster beyond compare. Without hope, life breaks down and becomes unbearable. Ask anyone who's been told there is no hope. In a world of cynics, the ancient prophet Simeon was an eternal optimist. He remained hopeful. The scripture tells us that he not only waited with expectancy, he waited with integrity. Verse 25 tells us Simeon was righteous and devout. He lived his life this way. He called God Lord and lived the reality of that in his life. Simeon waited patiently and that patience paid off because he was blessed to see God's promises. Simeon saw Jesus with not only his physical eyes but also with eyes of faith. Anna also believed in God's promises and her name means grace and she was a godly woman of great age. Widows didn't have an easy time in that day. Often they were neglected and exploited in spite of the commandment of the law. Anna devoted herself to serving God by worship through prayer and fasting. She waited in the temple for the appearing of God's promised Messiah Day after day, she sat and waited. She anticipated seeing Jesus with expectant hope. God's timing is always perfect. Anna came up just as Simeon was praising the Lord for the child Jesus, so she joined in the song. Their praise was inspired by the Spirit of God and God accepted it. They were singing. But God did so much more than, um, uh, than sing from Anna. She also spread the good news among others. Anna became the person she was by never ceasing to worship. She spent her life in God's house with God's people. That's where you are right now, in God's house with God's people. Please listen carefully to this sentence. We rob ourselves of a priceless treasure when we neglect to be one with his worshiping people. And that's why it's so important for us to be together in worship every Sunday. Anna also never ceased to pray. Both public and private worship are important. As someone has truly said, they pray best together who pray first, alone. Both Simeon and Anna anticipated seeing the Messiah. Both waited expectantly with hope. What are you expecting with hope? What are you expecting to see with eyes of faith this Advent? We need to anticipate Christmas once again with with expectancy, integrity, sensitivity, and hope. You know, Christmas is more than just a seasonal observance. It can be a life-changing experience. Our awareness as Christians of the true meaning of Christmas is not a secret to be held, but an experience to be shared. May these next few weeks of Advent cause us to see the blessing of God among us as we prepare to celebrate Christmas and the Savior who made it all possible. What do you see this Advent? The tree, the wreath, the lights? A holly and the ivy? You know they're all symbols of hope. But the greatest hope of all is in the sharing of bread and juice, and the communion that they represent. We are primed on Christmas Eve to anticipate seeing a baby. But do we expect to see salvation? Do you see what I see? As we experience Advent this season, I hope that we will all have a sensitivity and appreciation for the tremendous gift that God gave us over 2,000 years ago with the birth of Jesus who became our Lord and Savior. Let's approach Christmas with a childlike anticipation and be aware of Christ's presence with us always. May we give God heartfelt thanks for the unspeakable gift of his son to each one who believes in him. May each of you experience Christmas this year with fresh eyes as we receive communion remember this morning the Christmas Christmas baby who later gave his life for each of us. And thanks be to Christ for the greatest Christmas gift ever given, the one that will continue to give to us through all of eternity. Amen.